Cade B. Estate Winery is a place where stories are created and memories made. To learn more how you can experience a setting that allows you to be inspired through delicious wine, friendly staff, exciting events, and beautiful views, please visit cavebead.com or simply call 509-785-3500. That's hogwash. Flip that thing over and you can see some of the other by-the-glass things they they have there at Studio 107, which is pretty cool. Anything jump out? Um, they have another Malbec, Novelty Hill. They, they forced me to have a sip of that, by the way. Oh, how's they, that? Well, first oh, of all, they, they took my arm and they twisted mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't giving in because I was trying to hurry back home. And and yes, I had a sip of that. Well, a <laughs> taste. A taste. It was more than a sip. It's been a long week, right? Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week over a glass of wine is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wine Time Fridays with Shelly and Phil. I'm Phil. She's I'm Shelly. <laughs> And it's April 16th, episode 52. Happy freaking Friday. Ooh, that's not hashtag happy freaking Friday. Hashtag happy Friday. It's wine time. That's your cue. Oops. <laughs> um, so, you know, we think we're prepared when we go into this thing. And um, are you saying we're not? Well, all I know is. Um, we have a lot that we end up talking about even before we hit record, True. such as when was our first, you know, podcast release last year? And we were doing the math and it was like May 8th. And that's not 52 weeks, but we did publish three at once. So it would have been April 17th, which is, you know, Malbec Day, yeah. World Malbec Day. Wow. What a segue. So an entire year of podcasts. Yep. This is the- Good job. It is, though, isn't it? It's something to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. 52 episodes, and every week we didn't miss one. And every week we didn't miss one? No, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> no. But uh, none really. None um, really. I did start season two on January 1 just because I like calendar years. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, anyway, so there we go. And we've had had some good guests. Go ahead. This is almost like a reflection. And I didn't put any of this in the notes, and I put a lot of notes. We're in big trouble, Shelly. Um, real quick, our reception wine, our friend. Jay Lore. Jay Lore. You know, Jay is just, there's nothing wrong with Jay. This is a good yeah. old Chardonnay. A good old Chardonnay, yes. It's just a friend. But tomorrow, as I just made mention, April 17th is World Malbec Day. Yes. And so uh, that's kind of exciting. We've got two Malbecs tonight. This is, um, do you want to say what we're having first? This one from Mendoza. This is the 2019 Vinalba Malbec. Yep. Price point $14 at the culinary store. Yeah. And by the way, both Malbecs that we're having tonight are 100% Malbec. And by the way, 
we opened these last night. <laughs> Don't tell them well, that. Well, there's no fun, like... Um. <laughs> um, so, if we last night, I kind of blind poured for Shelly. And so, she tasted both of them. And one blew us away. And then we tasted this one. And there's nothing wrong with this one. This is really good, very smooth. I was impressed by this. Uh, Trevor, the sommelier, down at the Culinary Stone at an event, had this. And I'm like, this is perfect. This is really good. It's a great price point. It's an easy drinking wine. Should we go ahead and, and toast it? and Or should okay. we just sip it? <laughs> Let's toast. The health, wealth, and abundance, gratitude, romance. And peace on her. And your giggles. And tear kisses. <laughs> it's good. Bright, isn't it? Right. Has some tannins. Yeah, but you know, the tannins don't seem nearly as stark as they were last well, night. Duh. <laughs> well, I guess they would so- soften up a little bit as yes, it opened, they would. right? Yeah. But, um, so I actually, it's another reason to open them the day before. Well, there, there is a reason to maybe do that. Uh, but you want, I mean, you really don't want to hold on to them more than a day. No. Um, I wrote in my notes after I printed off yours, Mm -hmm. how to sniff wine. You did? Yeah. Because, you know, we had talked about this. We wanted to try to bring something to the table as often as possible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this, we haven't really talked about that. And this is something that I don't think either of us have to really do much research on. We do enough of this and we have talked with enough people. Uh, I mentioned last week that one wine, when I opened it, I immediately smelled. So I'm starting to do that. That happened to be a corked wine, yeah. which was kind of serendipitous. Ironic. Yeah. But, um, to to properly smell a wine, you just put your nose like six inches above the glass, right? No, you stick your nose in. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> stick your nose in. I mean, as well, far in as you can get it. Or you could be like Gary Vaynerchuk and stick one half of your nose in. Oh, he does kind of do it at the side, huh? He does. A little bit. I wonder if you get – I just put it all the way in. Yeah. Uh, if you're having trouble getting some of the uh, aromatics of it, put your hand over the glass. You can hear it. Mm-hmm. And then swirl it, right? And it traps those aromas in there and then release your hand. And it's even more. Because they're just more all pronounced, yeah, yeah. Pr- more pronounced. And also, when you're tasting the wine, so you you smell it and then you take a sip, and then uh, you want to exhale, not out your nose, out your mouth. Mm. Really interesting. And my voice sounds really different when I talk into the glass. You'll be surprised to know we have not had any wine today, and yet I'm talking as if I've had a bottle. Okay, so. Uh, You're so excited for this one. <laughs> what, the next one? Yeah. I really am. I'm so, so excited. Uh, we have stories about this winery. In fact, let's just let's just pour this. Who cares about our mid-episode um, sponsor? <laughs> I think they do. Yeah, they do. Here you are. 
my sweetness. And this is much darker than the vinyoba. Like you can see through the vinyoba a little bit. Yeah, you can. Oh, man. But not the contos. So this obviously is a contos. Yeah, there's a there's a really a stark difference. Um, yeah, so this is a 2016 Malbec from Kanto Cellars. In Walla Walla. Oh, my God. It's so good. <laughs> we forgot to mention the Vinalba is from mm. Argentina. Or yep. did we say that? Mendoza, Argentina. And we got some extra notes on that, too. But we really wanted to get to this Contos. <laughs> the Contos is fan-freaking-tastic. It's also 55 bucks. Yeah. And so there's a real wide gap in price point. Um, we'll go ahead and just do a little to your giggles there. To your kisses. This is just... So yummy. This so is just yummy. delicious. Absolutely delicious. So, Contos. November 2009. You and I made a little, uh, made a little adventure down to Walla Walla, Washington, W two. Yeah. <laughs> Walla Walla. Is it w. down to Walla Walla or mm-hmm. is it over to Walla? That's over and down. Oh, all right. not down too much, but oh, it's over okay. and down. Yeah, from Coeur d'Alene, and uh, they have. It was a great trip. I, was it only a weekend? Mm-hmm. We packed a lot into there. We did. Basil Cellars, went to uh, Lecole, went to Waterbrook, went to a lot of places. Um, uh, Woodward basil? Canyon. I said Basil. I started okay. with Basil. We met Aaron Payne there. Sorry, Pang. <laughs> AP. I just call him AP because he and Chelsea were living in Walla Walla at the time. We also met a soccer coach who's a friend of Julie Foudy's, which my daughter went to Julie Foudy's soccer camp. We have all sorts of mentions in this one. <laughs> and we haven't even mentioned Gary Vaynerchuk yet. Oh, oh yeah, I already did. Sorry. Oh, you did? I don't remember that. Sniffing from one nose. Oh, yeah. There one, you go. One side of the nose, not one. Oh, nose. that's right. That's right. I'm not going to mention his name twice, even you though already I already did. did. <clears throat> so, and then the we went to also Dunham Cellars. Yeah. These aren't even on our notes. We actually remember this stuff. <laughs> we went to, okay, the incubators had a number of. Trio. Trio was there. Contos was Trio there. Trio had, a, I think, a great Carmenere. Yes, it I did. Think it was Trio. Yeah. yeah. And there, there was a couple others as well. Uh, the incubator program in Walla Walla is five little houses right next to each other near the airport. And uh, it's, its whole design is to let those who want to get into the wine business start at a very low cost of entry. And they progress. Uh, they won't move buildings, but they they progress. So uh, as they grow in their four years, and if I remember correctly, four years, uh, they graduate out of these buildings and then they're a full-fledged winery. Right. It's a very cool. It's thing so to cool. Do. And Contos was one, and we got um, coasters, little mm-hmm. four little square coasters, and we use to this day. Um, might even be on this table, but it's not. Anyway, have the uh, drag- dragonfly. Uh, dragonfly is their icon and part of their branding, and it's just very cool. Now it's great to see that these their label is really pretty. It has the one dragonfly on it. I just think it's very classic, mm-hmm. simple. 
refined and classic, kind of like this wine, Shelley. Yeah. Simple, refined and classical, though I don't know if it's that simple. Uh, what I was going to say, Contos, I talked to the winemaker a couple days ago, Cameron Contos. Uh, his dad was Cliff. And he's, he's, you know, I said, I can't find the tasting notes for the 16. And he said they're almost identical to the 18. They got the, uh, the vineyards are from Summit View Vineyard and Seven Hill Vineyard, uh, Seven Hill Vineyards. And, um, the, the notes say the Summit View and Seven Hills Malbec is the most dramatic and mysterious wine that we produce. This is off their website, available in limited quantities. And with tremendous fanfare, this wine should really be allowed to hide in the depths of your cellars for a couple of years. But not in Shelly and Phil's. They buy it, <laughs> they pop it, they drink it. Oops. No oops there. 100% Malbec, 14.7 alcohol. And we got it at Studio 107. We did, yeah. And I actually have some things to say about Studio 107 because they – Maybe a new sponsor to our podcast, which is very fun. And it's interesting because we haven't been there often, but we have been there. Mm-hmm. Studio 107, they see themselves as your Coeur d'Alene wine bar and gallery. And it's interesting because they feature wines that I had not seen at other bottle shops around town, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's always great. Every yeah. Every wine club, every wine shop has different selections if if they're knowing what they're doing because you don't want to carry the same um, wines as everybody else. We actually have had conversations with a number of the bottle shop owners, and they say for their wine clubs they know what the other wine clubs are doing, so they don't ever do them in the same you know three- or four-month period. They'll wait. Um. They feature award-winning wines, craft beer, fine art. And jewelry. And yeah, custom jewelry. <laughs> of course, they get they have delicious tapas. They have live music most weekends, whether it's Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, things like that. And it's fantastic. And more stuff. And even in North Idaho, everyone deserves to experience and enjoy the finer things in life. And we do. Yes, we do. Especially they really do. The scenery. Yeah. It, I mean, and the air is fresh and clean and, you know, there's, it, it's just a good area to live. Um, their wine club, they've got a number of different levels. Uh, won't go through them all because they're quite extensive, but listen to some of these, um, chilled sparklers they have. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vuv Glico. You should read these because half of them are French. No, I've, I don't want to. Do I've got them highlighted. <laughs> uh... I've got them highlighted in yellow. Laura Perrier Brut, um, Moet et Chandon Imperial Brut, Laurent Perrier Ultra Brut, Vuv Clicquot Rosé, and Nicolas Feuillete Palme d'Or. It says ask about that. And a Dom Perignon. Oh, it does say ask about that on their menu, yeah. Uh, and then they have some cremants. You know, we talked about this, a cremant. I didn't know what one was. <laughs> it's a sparkling wine made outside of the Champagne region, but they they produce it in the Champagne traditional. Did I say that even close? The traditional way. <laughs> yeah, the traditional way. 
<laughs> and we it have says about five of those. One of them being a rosé. It's a fraction of the price and just as good quality. I'm sure people in Champagne say that's hogwash. And flip that thing over, and you can see some of the other by the glass things they they have there at Studio One Hundred Seven, which is pretty cool. Anything jump have, out? Um, they have another Malbec, Novelty Hill. They, they forced me to have a sip of that, by the way. Oh, how they, sad. Well, first how of all, they, they took my arm and they twisted mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't giving in because I was trying to hurry back home. And yes, I had a sip of that. Well, a, a taste, sip. a taste. It was more than a sip of the Novelty Hill. But good stuff. Rodney Strong. Um Oh, what else is here? That's like, I have a Montepulciano. Yeah, good stuff. Landmark Chardonnay. Uh, good stuff. Anyway, so yeah, if you're in Coeur d'Alene, we have so many, so many great places. So uh, they're in the heart of downtown Coeur d'Alene. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to dive a little bit deeper into these wines. Wine is meant to be social, enjoyed with friends and family when experiences truly matter. Add the perfect food pairing and the experience transports and transcends. The Culinary Stone is the meeting place for all of this. With their world-class wine selection, wine classes and food classes all amongst your new best friends in the center of a retail space that boasts a bevy of culinary tools, it is a place where relationships and memories are made. And now the Culinary Stone has their very own wine club, affectionately known as the Noble Rottens. A nod, of course, to the Noble Rot. Each month, club members are treated to wines you will be proud to serve your guests. Or don't share and keep them all to yourself. Our wine club, wine classes, and retail wine selections are brought to you by the Culinary Stone Certified Sommelier, Trevor Treller. Wine classes are every Sunday at 2 p.m. and fill up fast. For more information on how you can experience wine like this or book your spot in one of our wine classes, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208-277-4116. Welcome back. Shelly's wondering what else we have to talk about. Well, we haven't really even talked much about the whole uh, Malbec from Mendoza that we got down at the Culinary Stone. True. Um, it's 14% alcohol. Yep. And they, <laughs> I looked at the tasting notes on this, and this was harvested when, Shelly? April. Of this year? No. 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 Um, harvested the first half of April. They bottle it and then it, it's it's uh, ready for sale. But I mean, th- what caught no. me, yeah, what caught me off guard is they do their harvest in April. April, their harvest isn't in the fall. Well, they're in the south. Exactly, and that and that really caught me off guard. And so I did a little bit more digging, and then they have this big old thing called the Fiesta Nacional de la Vendimia. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and it's it's all a big celebration about their wine industry. And the province of Mendoza is the center of Argentina's winemaking. In 2005, it was declared the great wine capital of the world. Wonder what you know Burgundy and Bordeaux say about that. Uh, here, the Malbec grape variety was selected. More than 1,200 local wineries produce up to 70 percent of Argentina's wine. So, it's interesting to me that. It's a Mendoza alb, um, 
Malbec because it would be like saying this is a California Chardonnay and only the Chardonnays would all be California Chardonnays. So they use their province as their yeah. region. So it wouldn't be like Napa or Sonoma. So that's Which, interesting. Now, there, I'm sure there are subregions within Mendoza, and I'm sure there is. In fact, I think it's even on this bottle. But they create this as like the most important event of the year. Could be. <laughs> you know? And um, so like the most important event in the life of the region is the collection of the grapes, which depends on the grade and degree of maturation. They are harvested only manually from late February to April. And on the first Saturday of February to March, in the provincial capital, they organize a festival. It's called the Fiesta de la Vendimia, dedicated to grape harvesting, which I think is super cool. Parties and parades, they they have these um, princesses named and everything, and it attracts... Um, people from all over the world to, to come to this. It's pretty cool. We need to figure out how to get down there for that. <laughs> Just for that. I yes. mean, let's go. What do you want? Mardi Gras? Or do we want? Anything involving wine, we'll go. That's right. <laughs> we aren't too picky. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, let's see. We this have is got- a, a good wine to pair with steak, lamb, Game meats or cheeses. We had it with steak. We did. Yeah. It was good. The Contos is a bigger, bolder, more refined Malbec that I thought went with the steak really well. I don't think the Contos is bigger and bolder. I think this one is bolder. Hmm. I think the Contos is more refined. And yummy. It's very yummy. They're both yummy. They really are very, very good. Um, we're getting low on that wine, unfortunately. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, That's um, an expensive wine to get low on. I, it's just so interesting. They they harvest in April by hand into small trays of to prevent damage, and then meticulously sorted in order to select the best grapes for the wine. I love the whole. They are all bought in. In fact, a friend of ours who is here for Open That Bottle Night, Russell Mann, said. The government actually supplements the wine industry so that they can get it over here to the U.S. in a reasonable price point, which is genius, really. Mm-hmm. So it elevates the – because it's good wine. Um, these wines should probably sell for double what we pay for them. Nice. Yeah, because they're the supplemented. So uh, let's see. What else do we have? We've got – gosh, we got to wrap this up. But, we you know, we, we've been going so long. We have – oh, can you – um, talk about some of the wines we enjoy this week while I pull up what Jersey number 52 is. Uh-huh. Santa Barbara Winery, Pinot Noir. We had that with Salmon. Salmon. <laughs> salmon. <laughs> Kelly Pickler says Salmon. So. Kelly Pickler. Yes. And Chateau Souverain, Cabernet Sauvignon, Clos de Bois Chardonnay, just the basic Chardonnay, yep. Bogle Chardonnay, another basic Chardonnay. That's it. Because we're trying to be good. Yes. We really are. We're trying to be good during the week. Trying to lose weight is what it is. <laughs> Shelly, you have anything fun to share about that? I lost some weight. Nice. <laughs> Number 52. Anybody come to mind? No. Well, baseball, there's CC Sabathia. I mean, yeah. come on. He's not even that good a pitcher. 
Uh, <laughs> really. And then Ray Lewis for the Baltimore Ravens. I believe he played every year for Baltimore. And he was the uh, MVP of Super Bowl 35. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think anybody who gets a number in a paid sports team should be worthy of it. I mean, you should not say, who is he? Oh, yeah. You know, the pro pro athletes are off the charts good. Even the 12th guy at the end of the bench in the NBA. Um, I played against guys like that. And they are very, very good. There's this one guy. Oh, man, his name. I can't think of his name. He used to, when we did these pickup games, he would come at me when I was at the corner uh, ready to take a shot. And I would, because he wanted to block it so bad, and I would pump fake him. He'd go flying by me. (laughs) (laughs) I was glad I could at least get a shot off around him. Uh, okay. So we have more notes, uh, zipping through this. We have announcements of what's coming up. We have International Sauvignon Blanc Day. Oh, first of all, next week. Wine and music. Yes. Bill Marchand. I, I think when I created the Zoom invite, I said music is uh, wine is music to our ears with Phil Marchand. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. That's kinda, <laughs> I don't know if we'll keep it, but it, uh, you give it the endorsement. So that's good. International Sauvignon Blanc Day is on the 7th of May. World Moscato Day is the 9th of May. And we have a conversation with the sommelier of Beverly's, Sam. At the Coeur d'Alene Resort. At the Coeur d'Alene Resort. That will be super fun. And then the 45-year anniversary of the Judgment Day of Paris, which was May 24th, 1976. If you haven't seen the movie Bottle Shock or Psalm 3, you need to look those movies up they're really good bottle shock is fantastic the fact that what went into setting the chateau montalena chardonnay oh my gosh fantastic anyway we will be really good documentary it is fantastic we're going to be um drinking the chateau montalena chardonnay and the stag's leaf cabernet sauvignon with which both came back with number one over the french wines not that Yay, we're better or whatever. It just the credibility. They were worthy. They proved they were worthy. Exactly. Exactly. Chateau Montalena is a. Oh wow! Here comes the music. It's telling us to shut the hell up. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I guess we better do it. Oh, that's super funny. And then uh, National Wine Day is May 25th, and International Chardonnay Day is uh, May 27th. Special thanks to our sponsors, Cave B Estate Winery, The Culinary Stone, and The Social Web, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing. Uh, We'll see you next week, and we're going to play music. Yeah. Have an awesome weekend. Go get some all back. (laughs) Thank you for spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast by visiting winetimefridays.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us on our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page, Instagram, or on Twitter, which is at Vintage Tweets, for daily conversation. Until next week, here's our toast to you. To health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, peace on earth, and of course, romance. Romance.